Hey, are you a fan of wrestling? Don't really watch it anymore? That's okay. Why don't you come out to WrestleCade weekend, taking place in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the weekend after Thanksgiving, from Friday, November 24th to Sunday, November 26th at the Benton Convention Center. That's Benton, B-E-N-T-O-N Convention Center. Not only will there be plenty of WWE and other wrestling legends making appearances, there will also be several wrestlers who are hot on the independent scene as well. WrestleCade will also have plenty of events, including live wrestling shows, a fan fest meet and greet with all of the wrestling talent who will be involved, plus much more. Head to www.wrestlecade.com for more details. That's www.wrestlecade.com. Wrestlecade, C-A-D-E.com. You can buy all of your tickets there for any of the events that you're interested in. My friend, Bambi, founder of Masters of Ring Entertainment, otherwise known as More Wrestling, will be there and bringing WWE legend Vix Crow, formerly known as Alicia Fox, as her guest. You don't want to miss this. You can find out more information and buy your tickets to meet formerly known as Alicia Fox on her website at www.mastersofringentertainment.com. www.mastersofringentertainment.com. Now, on to our next episode featuring our interview with the one and only Bambi Weevil. Thank you for listening. Cultivation, cultivation with Kevy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. I'm your host, Kevy the Dreamer, and today I am joined by my friend, fellow wrestling lover, Bambi Weevil. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hi. How are you, Bambi? I'm good. I can't complain. How about you? I'm great. I'm so happy to see you this morning. It's been forever, and I'm excited to just chop it up with you about wrestling and about your profession and just your skills. You are a master at so many different things, and I can't wait to pick your brain. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm happy to share. Absolutely. Bambi, I always start off my show with a a few icebreaker questions just to allow people to get to know you a little better. So here we go. Question number one is, what is your favorite holiday? Christmas. Yes, Christmas. (laughs) Question number two is, what reality show would you want to be a part of? Oh, my God. So funny story. I met one of my best friends online when I was um, in high school because I was a big fan of Survivor. So I think I would have to say that because I don't have enough talent in singing to do AGT. And that's my favorite (laughs) reality show right now. Oh, Survivor. That would be intense. <laughs> it would be. I'm pretty sure I would skunk it, but I loved it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Final question for you is, would you want to have a personal assistant follow you around everywhere and do what you ask of them? I have a virtual assistant, so it's pretty close. Um, yeah, I, I would say it would be helpful at times, but I'm a bit of a control freak in, in my own way. So I like to just take charge. So it probably wouldn't work at least right now. <laughs> All right, everybody listening, this is Cultivation with Kevy. This is a self-empowerment platform. I love to just spread love, spread positivity, allow people to just come to a place to just kind of escape from the world. And today, I'm excited. If you don't know this about me, I'm a huge wrestling nerd. Bambi also shares that quality. Excuse me. Um, we connected um, a few years ago. I was going to one of her events. I love Terry Reynolds. Um, and she was the first wrestler I ever met and she is close friends with Bambi and I became friends with Bambi through that. And Bambi is the owner and founder of 
More Wrestling, which is Masters of Ring Entertainment. So Bambi, can you tell us about that? I think that that is so cool. Um, just tell us about how you got into it and where you're at now. Sure. And I'm so glad you brought it up, Terry. I love her. She's amazing. Um, yes. I guess it makes sense to kind of go a little bit backwards into my pro wrestling journey. Um, so I was a lifelong fan, like everybody else. If you say you weren't in, and you are in the business, there's something wrong here because you really have to be a fan to stick with it um, yes. for a long period of time. So I'd got into wrestling professionally um, originally when I worked with Sonny, uh, Tammy Sench at the time, and I had okay. done a fan um, I had progressed and worked with Terry um, as an agent for her at one time and other people like Just Incredible. Um, after that, you know, I took a bit of a break um, from that and ended up starting my own promotion with um, an ex-partner at the time. And then we um, parted ways and then I carried it all the way through. So it's been around since 2014. Um, we started with a tribute to Jim Cornette. And that's how we got started. And then we did a tribute to women in wrestling, the first tribute um, to women in wrestling at the time that featured main stars throughout many eras of women's wrestling. Um, and so that was the start. We ended up doing some wrestling shows, you know, in between there after that tribute event. We haven't done a tribute event since, um, but our last event was in High Point of North Carolina last year. Love it. So would you say, um, you said your first client was Tammy Sitch, aka Sunny. Would you say yeah. that you definitely have a soft spot for women in wrestling, being a woman? I do. I mean, of course, that's who I saw, you know, growing up. That's who I ended up gravitating to. I'm always, of course, I love, you know, the men in wrestling and I had my favorites and, and whatnot. But, you know, that's how I got in because I was passionate about helping women in wrestling, um, ultimately. So, you know, I don't, um, take those experiences lightly. I hope I'm able to help motivate women in wrestling. There's not many of us. So, you know, it's, it's still a minority in a men's sport without question. So it's something I'm particularly passionate about and I have a lot of care around. I'm bringing in Victoria Crawford at WrestleCade this year. Um, she was Alicia Fox in the WWE. So, there's something in me that can't help but want to work with women in wrestling. Okay. So now you got to tell me when Russell Kate is, because that is a dream of mine to meet. I love her. I, November 25th. I hope I'm right. Okay. <laughs> it's always a Saturday after Thanksgiving. I always have to yes. look it up. And sometimes okay. the date's a little bit um, wonky. But Russell Kate, I'm very passionate about as well. It is not my event, but I've been a part of it for many years. Tracy Myers is one of my best friends. Him and Brian Hawk. Uh, put on an amazing event every time. There's so much work involved. Um, a lot of fans don't realize the amount of work that goes into conventions, especially in traditional wrestling shows, but a convention of WrestleCades of magnitude. You've got, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of event after event, not just, you know, WrestleCade Fan Fest, which is where you can meet all your, all your favorites from the past, present, and future, but you have a wrestling show the night before, you have a wrestling show the day after. So, like, I really encourage fans to stick the whole weekend, if you can make a trip out of it in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, um, if you're, you know, around the country and you haven't gone to WrestleCade, this is a must. It's one of the biggest conventions in pro wrestling throughout the country. So very economical. They keep it economical for fans. Um, it's a great town. Winston-Salem supports pro wrestling. So, you know, I think it's important to support independent wrestling. You know, there's WWE, there's AEW. But the independents need support, too, to have alternatives for fans to get more up close and personal with their favorite stars because you don't have that kind of access 
once they're in the WWE or AEW. Absolutely. I love that you said that about independence. We definitely have to support them. Um, and yeah, I, I've never been to WrestleCade. I've definitely heard of it. So um, Alicia Fox, aka, well, excuse me, aka Alicia Fox, or formerly known as Alicia Fox, I should say, um, is somebody that I've always wanted to meet. I think she's so gorgeous. And you're talking my language. So I will see you there, Bambi. I'm excited for Great. that. Um, so you have been doing this since 2014. So you are almost at your 10 year mark. So kudos to Ooh, you. I haven't even thought about it that way until you said it. <laughs> wow. That is, yeah, that's incredible. Yes, absolutely. And yes, to, to circle back to a point that you made earlier, um, the tribute that you made to women in wrestling was amazing. You had Trish Stratus, you had Lita, who are two of probably the biggest names in wrestling for a great reason. They're so talented. They're so beautiful inside and out. Um, you had so many people involved. That How was that, um, organizing that? Was that just a brainchild idea of yours? It was. Um, it's, you know... And I can't even say how proud I am of it. Like it's it's my my baby in terms of all of my events. I'm very protective of it and very proud of it. There was a labor of love to put that much talent together in the same room. It was special. You know, a lot of people still don't know about it, surprisingly, um, you know, with all the promotion we had done with it. But it was in Wilmington, North Carolina. You had Trish, you had Amy, you had Terry, you had uh, Lisa Marie, you had Little Egypt, you had... Uh, you know, Santana Garrett, you had a Missy Hyatt, you had a who's who of women in wrestling. So, mm -hmm. you know, if anybody would like to check it out, it is streaming on masters of ring entertainment.com. You can see it online or get the DVD. So it's going to hold the test of time. I feel, um, you know, it was really cool and they were all great to work with. I can't say enough about Trish, um, as a person and as a, you know, a performer, she's amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And and we talked earlier, Terry Reynolds was my very first crush in life. I was just always enamored by her. So just the way that I've connected with you and how you've hooked me up with her and just being able to just give flowers to somebody that, you know, I watched on TV and that I felt connected to was beautiful as uh, she's beautiful inside and out. And it's just amazing to be able to, as wrestling lovers, to give love to the people that we grew up with, you know, to just see who they are as people and just to be able to see them still perform. And just, it's just an amazing feeling. And you, I just give you kudos because it's, it's amazing. And again, it's just hard to believe that you've been doing this for 10 years. Time flies, time flies when Thank you're having fun, as they say. Yeah. I mean, and to speak of on Terry, I have such love and respect for her. She's been a close friend of mine many years, one of our biggest supporters from day one. And I can't say enough good about her. She's very underappreciated in wrestling from my point of view. She's brought a lot of value multiple ways. Um, she's not a one dimensional performer in any way. So if any booker is considering working with Terry, I highly recommend it. She won't let you down. She's great with fans, very personable. Um, and a classy person very you know professional i mean in pro wrestling there's a lot of lack of professionalism um but that's not terry she is she is you know she delivers she goes above and beyond so yes and i can attest to that you're absolutely right so you are a childhood wrestling fan like me so yeah. where would you where would you say that your love of wrestling started did you have a family member that used to watch it with growing up Yes. So I don't even know if I ever told you this offline. Um, so it's, it's multifold. Um, my dad really got me into it, but my grandmother also, who's Filipino, 
I'm part okay. Filipino, loved mm -hmm. wrestling back in the day. So she doesn't speak a lot of English, but she would watch wrestling with us too when she came over here from the Philippines. Um, but my dad really got me into it. So I watched it with my family. Um, he would try to take me to the live events, which you know was out of town in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I lived in Wilmington. So that was a two hour drive. We would go to Rawls, we would go to Nitros. We'd try to hit the pay-per-views when we could. So I was bit by the bug pretty early. Um, I was passionate about it in school. I got a little teased about it in college. I got a little certificate my freshman year saying I would, you know, dominate the world because I did a presentation on pro wrestling about how people should take it more seriously and respect it, regardless if they were a fan or not, because you can get hurt, you know? So like, I, you know, like everybody in pro wrestling, you can't explain why you got the bug and what made you love it, but you, you can't go back once you do. I mean, you can take a break. A lot of people take a break you know, from the product. Um, but, you know, like I always give credit to WWE and WCW and ECW even um, because they were the reason I even invested my life the way I have because I wanted to give back to the sport in some way. But if it started with the McMahons who, you know, put the characters together and WCW with NWO and back in the day with Flair and Sting, you know, it was a special time, you know, you know, late eighties, early nineties pro wrestling was just on fire. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's definitely a special time in life. Me and my little brother, we talk about it often, you know, we both grew up watching it together. For me, it was, I want to say it was an on of mine that um, my dad was a twin and my, my dad's brother's wife, was would watch it and i was very close with my two cousins growing up and going over to their house they would just always be watching it you know and and i just got tied into it probably seeing terry to be honest seeing her on tv falling in love with her um and then obviously you know during that era you have the rock and stone cold and just so many other legends um it was just very entertaining it was just a different time in wrestling and yeah what like you said once you're in you're in there's nothing that you can really say about it you know, or really pinpoint it's just just some something magical about it mm -hmm. and it's not like anything else you see on tv you know Absolutely. i didn't go out and try to go do something else with my time you know i watch nfl football doesn't mean i want to go work in the sport you know right so it just there's something about the connection between the performer and character and the fan that's the magic of wrestling, you know, it makes you forget about your troubles for a couple of hours. I've always said when I produce an event, I want that fan to have a lifelong memory. That's my goal. I want them to remember the show the rest of their lives. I'm not saying that I'm producing WrestleMania like shows, but I am proud of what I have done. And I don't run every week and I don't run every month. But if Masters puts on a show, there's a, almost a guarantee that you're going to have an incredible independent event. Um, so there's a lot of careful thought into my shows. I don't just throw them together, you know, so that's our difference in the independent world. I think Tracy Myers does the same thing. His shows are quite good. He runs a lot more regularly than I do. And there's some great independents out there. So there's something for everybody. Um, I know for me and our brand, we do lean a lot on names. Um, and that my hope is to bring people that in the areas that I run, they don't normally see every week or every month. That's my goal when I put together my own personal shows, but sorry to digress, but like, I thought that would be important to, to share. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I definitely, um, I want to give you your flowers because you definitely do make special shows. Um, I mean, just to give a backstory to everybody, because obviously nobody would know this unless I told them. But when I first was going to your first show, I so I'm a travel nurse by trade. 
Um, I was in Kansas at the time, I believe, and there was a snowstorm and I could not get out to go to the show. I actually had a few things I was doing that weekend that I missed. And I will never forget this. I remember that I, you know, I didn't know you at the time. I didn't even know who I was talking to. I was just reaching out to the event like I can't get out. You know, my flight has been canceled. I'm going to miss the event. I'm so upset because, you know, obviously it was my first time meeting Terry Reynolds and spent the money. Um, and you personally reached out to me. You orchestrated her signing. I believe you sent me the women's tribute DVD, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And and it was signed by Terry, like a very beautiful message. I think it was signed by a few other people as well. Um, so you obviously do go above and beyond for your events. You know, like, you know, I I don't want anybody out there to think that everything has to be this big brand. You know, it doesn't have to be like the biggest, it doesn't have to be WrestleMania level all the time. Like you said, if you do one show a year, even you're putting your heart and soul into that event and you are making it memorable. You are bringing people that you're connected to that you, you know, have memories from, or even people want to see. And like you said, making a lifelong memory, I will never forget that. I will never forget that you took the time to do that. That's very rare from a booker standpoint. Absolutely. Um, and I will just never forget that, you know, and, and you even allowed me to see her at another event after that um, for free, which, you know, just, it was just amazing. And again, Terry was just phenomenal, just a beautiful soul. I got to tell her everything that I'm telling you, um, just that, you know, I, I looked up to her. I thought she was gorgeous. I always, I remember when she was in a rivalry with the cat, which I've come to know the cat is a real person and she's beautiful as well. And, um, just being able to tell these people, you know, just being able to just share your story and your experience with them, just the human experience. You definitely have have left your indelible footprint and heart print on that. So I Thank definitely so just want to give you. Absolutely. I think, it's, I think it's so important for fans to have their moment as, as much as I can help them have that, you know, I mean, it's tough and we have to get people in and out of lines and keep it moving. But I'm all, you know, I learned from the best. I learned from Terry, for goodness sakes, on how to treat fans. And I, I've taken that with me my whole career of how to treat fans and how to treat other professionals too. I mean, in the sense that, um, you know, you give and you give, and, and that's really, and you hope the fans remember that about your promotion, that you're more personable than other promotions. You know, I'm not in it for the money necessarily, because I, I can't say that I've made a lot in wrestling right now, but you know, maybe that day will come, but more importantly is just the integrity of what we offer, you know, and the unique brand uh, value that we offer. I always felt that to be very important and very sacred. You know, I've had a lot of discussions in pro wrestling from other people who feel I could go a different way and it just never aligned with me. Like if I don't enjoy it, I can't do it. Like that, it comes down to that, you know, and even during the shows, almost never do I get to sit back while it's happening to enjoy it. I am so busy concerned yes. about everybody else's experience that the only way I know how it truly went is if um, one, I see happy faces leaving the building. But later when I get to watch the footage and be like, wow, I really did put something amazing together. I don't really realize it at the time. For example, um, I got to work with LA Knight now, you know, back in the day. I put on the mm -hmm. first match with him as Eli Drake versus Kennedy or Ken Anderson. We yes. did it before NWA, you know, and like, you know, I, I'm so lucky to have worked with somebody like that. Like I see what he's doing right now and I couldn't be more proud of him. I actually had tears in my eyes the last pay-per-view. I really thought he was going to win it, you know, like. 
I was like, he's, and you can feel that you can feel the change, the fans, just momentum. Finally, after all these years being like, that's the guy he's red hot. And that's the guy I'm like, man, it's so cool that I got to work with him. And I can't say enough good things about him as a person. Like he's a good guy, you know, he's a good worker. So I'm so happy for him and I'm rooting him on and, you know, uh, cross as well. You know, we, he was our champion before he went to WWE. So we've been very, very lucky to work with the best of the best in the business. Yes, absolutely. So we definitely have to discuss who our favorites are. I want to hear right, who your, your favorite wrestlers are. So I always have to say, this is a new thing for me because I mean, obviously in the course of your life, your favorites change, but I getting to connect with Trinity Fatu, I, there is something about her. Shout out to her. She is just such a beautiful person. And I, I always root for the underdog. I, I'm just one of those people. And just her backstory in WWE and just me being a minority, her being a Black woman and her being a woman as well, um, I just connect with her. So right now I am just a, tr a Trinity fan. I love what she's doing with... Um, she just switched over from WWE to Impact. She's now the Impact Women's Champion. So I'm so proud of her. So I have to say that that's one of my favorites. If you had to say who your favorite women's wrestler is right now, who would it be? Oh, my God. That's so hard. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's such good talent. It's like picking yes. your kid, right? Like, I don't even know where to pick my favorite kid. I really like Asuka. You know, I'm a big fan She's of her. She's amazing. I love EO Sky. I'm so happy for her progression. Yes. Um, I think those two would be my favorites right now. I mean, I love Becky Lynch. I, I would feel terrible not to mention her. Yes. Um, love her to death. She's, you know, the, I, amazing. And Ronda Rousey, who gets dogged on. I'm a big fan of Ronda because of her crossover in the UFC and WWE. Um, you know, she's too hated right now. But, like, there's some great women working. And I'm happy to see how women's wrestling has progressed and has gotten more time. It's been a little finicky the last few weeks. I've been a little bit turned off by some of the, the, the lack of time. Yes. Natty Nightheart, she's underrated as can be. I hope to work with her in a few years. Like, I, I you know, I can't think highly of anyone else. Because to me, she's put the the division above her own career aspirations so if she's not in the hall of fame nobody should be so it's an exciting women's wrestling you know everyone brings a little something to it yes you're absolutely right uh so how about on the men's side if i had to say right now who my favorite male wrestler is again like you said it is it is a hard thing to do um, but there's something about Ricochet. He's very underrated. He's so talented. I love all of the stuff that he can do. He's not the best talker, but that's okay because everybody has skills that they have. And he, where he lacks in on the mic, he makes up for it in the ring. So mm -hmm. I would just have to say that's somebody that I would love to meet. It's a, it's a goal one day. How about very you? Cool tricky um <laughs> you know like i'm trying to think what captivates me right now i'm mm -hmm. not the biggest roman reigns fan but i right. love the story like i can't get enough i feel it's the best yes. thing wwe is doing right now um some of the tv is a bit stale in my mind it's the same thing over and over again so mm -hmm. you know the pay-per-views seem to be where things pick up um favorite wrestling that is so hard i mean i there's just talented everywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. but it's not Roman for me, you know, and I like Ricochet and, um, you know, of course, Cross and LA Knight, you know. Yes. 
Yeah. LA Knight is amazing. He, he yeah, is. I mean, LA Knight, I think, is about to be the rocket ship for WWE if they yes. play their cards right. You know, mm-hmm. AEW, they've got so much great talent, too. Yes. Um, you know, there's some underdogs there as well. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, like, I guess my deeper favorites are not active performers anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I loved H. Hey, I love Bret Hart, you know, like, yes, those, that was my era, you know, yes. Ricky Steamboat, best technical wrestler of all time, you know, yes. Jake Roberts, psychologically the best wrestler, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, and that was going to be my next question. If you had to pick one classic favorite, who would it be? I'm throwing these hard questions out because it's also hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a fast decision. It's really difficult. I mean, maybe 10, 20 years ago, I would be a lot faster about it. Mm-hmm. But I, it's it's different being in the business and then also being a fan. Being like, yes. who do I enjoy? And then, you know, what's going on from a marketing mm-hmm. standpoint to why are these people being pushed right now? Like, you know, the Usos, are, they've stepped in there. I guess I would say Sami Zayn. You know, go back to your previous question. I really yes. like Sammy. He's, he's, he's great. Into it I feel like mm-hmm. he should have had the belt. I felt they missed the opportunity of a lifetime yes. with mm-hmm. him. Like, I, you know, maybe it will come in a year, but I felt like they could have really blown up with Sammy as champ, even if it lasted a month. It didn't have to right. be a long reign, you know? Mm-hmm. But I hope they don't make the same mistake with the Usos. You know, let Jay um, become champion. Let him beat Roman. I would pop for that. You know, yes, yes. But HBK was my boy. You know, I loved him. I, you know, he was fantastic. The Iron Man match. So I guess that's my all time favorite. I've I've had the opportunity to meet him. So. Oh, that's beautiful. I haven't got to meet him, but I'm with you. He is. When I think of people that are just uber talented across the, you know, just across the line in all aspects, he he's a good one. You you know, you can't go wrong with him. And he whatever he's doing, you're invested in. He's got so much charisma. He's so talented in the ring and he's just intriguing. He's hilarious. Definitely got to give him his credit. And I and to go to piggyback off of what you said about Roman, <clears throat> I definitely am with you on that. The story is very captivating. It's it's a good story. I'm not necessarily the biggest Roman fan, but I love what they're doing. And it's gonna be interesting to see how they, you know, wrap it up because it's been going on for so long. And I definitely have to say, I think they missed a moment with Sami Zayn. I love like we just said, like the underdog, Sami Zayn is somebody that he has been able to take lemons and make lemonade. He is somebody that, you know, he has, I don't think he's ever been like their number one guy, but he's been somebody that he's taken what they've given him and he's gotten over time and time again. And you just have to give credit to that. That's, I'm sure that's not an easy thing to do. And he's just so entertaining, you know? So definitely have to give him credit. And he's an independent guy and true and true in his heart, you know, as a wrestler, you can see it in his work. Um, He's not the machine, you know? So like, there's something about him that fans connect with. And, you know, he's like the Miz, right? The Miz is very great at being uh, hated and loved at the same time. You love to hate him. Um, So like, it doesn't matter what he portrays the fans get it. Like they, they are like, that guy is good, you know, and the Miz has come a long way. And I hope one day he's on the hall of fame because he, he is somebody you can count on. You know, there's, when you watch wrestling, you can see certain people be the ones that no matter what, you know, win, lose or draw, like these guys are, you know, just like Natty Neihart, you know, they are who they are and fans recognize that Um, good talent can't be 
held down no matter what. Eventually, the McMahons, you know, will hear and Tony Khan will hear and they have to do what the fans want to keep the mm-hmm. product successful. Yes, and and definitely to go off what you said about Natty, she she's very underrated. She has held the division together since she's been there. And, and like you said, she has probably went above and beyond what her goals are just to do what, you know, basically to just be that supporting role and to just help the division. So you definitely have to give her credit. She is very underrated. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If I had to pick my favorite classic wrestler and they're not classic, classic, they're probably more ruthless aggression. And it's probably (laughs) an unpopular opinion, but for me, the person I always was connected to was Batista. And I don't know why that is, but there was just something about his character that was just it for me. So that, that would be my choice. That's cool. I mean, obviously he's part Filipino, so I have a, hot, a soft spot yes. for Batista. Yes. I mean, he, I mean, he could have gone longer in the ring if he, right. you know, have, you know, not people are going to give him that much credit, unfortunately, but right. he's crossed over. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's in a unique situation where he's a household name, not necessarily because of the WWE. Right. And that's probably a part of it is he's just, he's, progressed above what the threshold of the WWE was. And you just have to give credit to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beyond wrestling. So you are somebody that, I mean, you have your hands in everything. You are a traveler. You are just so talented. You, you have the mind for just anything. I feel like what else do you have going on these days? You have any other projects? Yeah, so I have different clients. My main client is Acceleron. I'm the director of partnerships for them. Um, It's an amazing company. It's basically the ability to do end-to-end services for small to medium-sized businesses. So I have the pleasure of just offering so much to other business professionals from merchant services to buy now, pay later, to web design, SEO, like anything you need, we pretty much can service. Um, And so it's I've been there for quite a while and I really enjoy being in leadership in that position and working with so many different types of companies. Um, one of the things that we do is reputation management. So like, it's something I'm pretty passionate about. Um, I have other clients in the space. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm traveling. So, you know, I'm a travel agent on the side. I just recently completed that. And I've been, a, as you know, a lifelong traveler. And like you, I, any chance I can, I love to travel. I was in the Philippines um, earlier this year, visiting my hundred year old grandmother Wow. Um, my high school reunion, a 50th high school reunion. So I got to meet her old friends and uh, it's nice. So my second time there and that's my heritage, you know, okay. so like that's important. I got to go to Japan for a half a second. I want to go back. Um, yeah. So any moment I can, I like to travel. I'm going to Memphis next month. I'm going on a road trip with one of my best friends. We're doing a route 66 road trip from St. Louis, Missouri to Los Angeles, California for two oh, weeks. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. So like life's so short, you know, I feel yes. like do what you want to do and have fun if you can. And, you know, if you want to travel and you don't know how to get started, you know, pick a destination that you've always wanted to go to and just do it, you know, like yes. um, whatever you can afford to do. It, it gives you so much education that you can't get in a classroom. Absolutely. I love that. Like you said, life is short, you know, we all know that in life, whether you know that personally by experience or you've seen it, life is so short. So just go out there and see the world, see beyond your hometown, your home state, go out there and just see it. You know, you don't even have to do anything extravagant. Just go somewhere and just see something different. 
And I love that you went to the Philippines. You said it's your second time and to meet your 100 year old grandmother. How beautiful that is a blessing. It's, I love yeah, it's it. Nice family and you know i get to see different parts of the philippines with the philippines there's so many islands and mm -hmm. everything is completely different so like i won't have the same experience twice when i go yeah, yeah. so i'm hoping to go again next year you know it's a bit of a travel it's about uh, over a day of flying you know so you have to adjust your body but um it's very affordable very beautiful country um it's amazing how far money goes there you can stay in a five-star hotel for what you would pay at a three-star here mm. um so it's remarkable love that and just you know just to the traveling bit go out there and experience something new um you're somebody that like me we like to go to different events um, meet different people and just connect with people so I, I love that it's just life is short and you just have to go out there and do it so i, I love it yeah for me in my personal life i like to travel to concerts if i can you know i'm yes. going to go to las vegas and fly to see lady gaga or shania twain or whatever yes. you know i mean it's just get, gets me out of my area and you know i don't know there's something about the magic of flying for me i just i would never be a flight attendant i'm not tall enough or strong enough but <laughs> i love everything else about it and um you know i know why wrestlers say it can take a toll on them because they've been on the road for so many years constantly in a different hotel in a different town it's a different type of traveling i get to do it from a leisure per, per you know purpose and mm -hmm. if i'm able to do business and that's great too yes love it love vegas and love a concert so i'm right there with you do you have any final thoughts that you want to share about your business or about just that you want to share in general to the yeah audience? i mean I think, I think it's just important like if you've got something burning in your heart you know you don't know why and you can't really shake it follow it for a little while if it's meant to be it will you know and there's definitely tribulations i went through it you know but there's more good than bad rate and you know you have to motivate yourself because sometimes you're all you got you know and it, especially in the pro wrestling world you know speaking to other talent or other promoters it's a unique business uh, and until you step into it and really respect it and respect everybody that came before you they all had something to contribute you know and it's a it's a completely different business than other businesses out there it's not it, there's nothing you um the same you know as if i compared it to my other industries that i work in um, but you know, don't quit your day job either, you know, as you build your dream, like be responsible about it, you know, ask for help, ask for guidance, um, be willing to learn. Um, and then, you know, in terms of life advice, like, you know, take each day a day at a time, you know, value your family, value your friendships, you know, unfortunately with wrestling, as we know, you just don't know when is your last time with somebody. And we all in wrestling feel it harder than others, you know, in other industries. And so I'm pretty sensitive about it. Daphne's birthday was not long ago and she was a sweet girl and, mm -hmm. you know, she's on my mind right now. And, you know, you just don't know. We've, we've lost so many great people unexpectedly, um, unfortunately. So I just think it's important to value what's important because we're not here a long time. I mean, I said it earlier, but I just don't feel we are, you know, it all ends so quickly even if you lived a hundred years old, like my grandmother, you know, it's a blink of an eye in the, the big scheme, you know, and I have faith in God and I exercise that on a daily basis. Cause I think the world's in a crazy place right now. So like, I think it's important to stay grounded at the moment, you know, with anything you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let everybody know your social media, your, your, um, 
for just your personal, your business, wherever, so that we can follow you and support you? For sure. Um, BambiWeevil.com has all my social links. You can, I'm, you know, on Facebook the most, but you can find me anywhere. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm exploring thread. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a little uh, social media platform. Not so good with TikTok. So you can follow me there, but you probably won't see very much. Um, you know, MastersOfWingEntertainment.com or MoreWrestling.com. Connect with me there. And Accelerant.com uh, for my corporate life. If you're a business and you're needing some help, I'm happy to help you any way I can. You said accelerant. Can you spell that for us? Um, X C E L E R A N dot com. Perfect. All right, Bambi. Thank you so much for your time. This was such a fun conversation and it was also insightful. Um, learned so much from you as always and just had a wonderful time reminiscing and talking about some of our favorites and picking your brain a little bit. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Um, I hope your podcast journey goes very far and whatever I can do to help, I'm happy to do so. Thank you so much, Bambi. Everyone out there listening, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. And until next time, take care and God bless. And that wraps another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. I really hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that the information was beneficial to you. I strive to create an environment that promotes and is conducive to healing. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do me a favor. Go to your streaming platform of choice that you listen to your other favorite podcasts on and give Cultivation with Kevy five out of five stars. If you also would like to share your experience, please write me a review. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, take care and God bless. See you next episode. K-A-M-A.